0: This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Welcome to Episode 8, Feed Your Spirit and Practice Gratitude. And this episode is from my book series, Lead Yourself First, the senior leader's guide to engaging your people for greater performance and impact. So, in this episode on Feed Your Spirit and Practice Gratitude, we are acknowledging that life can be challenging. So, daily, we really need to ground ourselves in that which makes us strong and resilient. So the question is, what keeps you strong even when the winds of adversity are blowing? And when I'm talking about winds of adversity, I'm meaning things like fires and floods and storms of life, death of loved ones, financial crises. Even think back to the Great Depression. There were some people who jumped out of the window and killed themselves, while there were others who showed up with resilience a new opportunity. Today, we still need to find that peace that passes human understanding, even when we're in the midst of adversity. I'm reminded of an Aesop's fable. And in this fable, you have a picture of a strong oak tree and you also have a reed that's by the banks of the river. And the reed is talking. And the reed is talking to the strong oak and it's saying, you know, I actually have an ability that's even more pronounced than yours. You're a strong oak, but a big strong wind could come and really uproot you and blow you away. However, in my case, the reed says, when the wind comes and blows, I move and I bend with the wind rather than remaining stiff and inflexible. So therefore, I'm not broken. I continue. And I really think that that Aesop's fable is very relevant for life today and what we need to remain agile and flexible when the strong winds are blowing. So the question really is, what is it? that gives us that sense of spiritual grounding so that even if everything material that's important to us is gone, and even if all of our loved ones are gone through some disaster, that we still see hope and we still see possibility in life and in our future. So I'm just reminded that one piece of it, it's not the whole story, one piece of it is thanksgiving. My mother was a person who was very thankful in all circumstances in her life. And the last years of her life, she was very sick and very disabled, though completely in her right mind. And every year, every day, she said she would wake up and there would be something new she wasn't able to do. However, she didn't focus on that, even though that was a reality and and that was true. Every day, if I talked to her, she was also able to tell me what she was thankful for. So even in the midst of tremendous losses, she had the ability to see the glass as half full rather than half empty. So if you were to visit her and think about cheering her up, she would always be figuring out what she could give to you. She was a very generous person. And if you visited her, you were going to walk away with something of value. In her case, she died about a week before Thanksgiving. And for a lot of people, that could be a sad thing. Oh, now Thanksgiving is forever ruined. might be the way some people think about it. But in my case, since she really modeled this thankfulness in such a powerful way, when Thanksgiving comes around, I see it as a reminder from her to remember to be thankful. And for myself, I know it's different for everyone, but I spend a lot of time reading books that are encouraging and that are strengthening to the spirit. And that's one of the ways that I maintain that resilience for myself. The principles I want to leave you with are these. One, it's important to nurture and feed your spirit daily. The winds of life are blowing and you will need to be grounded, kind of like the reed. And the second principle, no matter how much those winds are blowing or even what blows away, always remember to be thankful and to see what you can be thankful for. So there's some homework I've got for you for today. Number one, I want you to think about someone at work and to go and thank someone and tell them specifically how they've made a difference. Number 2, create a gratitude journal to daily count your many blessings. And 3, identify what you will do daily to stay spiritually fit. Identify what daily food will nourish you through the storms of life. Thanks for joining me for episode 8 of Feed Your Spirit and Practice Gratitude. If you haven't heard the other episodes around my book, Lead Yourself First, The Senior Leader's Guide to Engaging Your People for Greater Performance and Impact, I do encourage you to listen to the other episodes. In all eight of these, I've attempted to give you just a little sampling of what's in the book. However, there's so much more. There's a lot in each episode, so listen. And then there's also a lot in the book as well. So I want to invite you to get in contact. If you've heard a few things that piqued your interest, or if you've received a few insights that were important to you, I'd love to hear from you and to hear how those insights have made a difference or what you're thinking about. And in the spirit of practicing gratitude myself, I really want to thank you so much for joining me for this episode and on this journey. I am wishing for you a life of continued nurturing and strengthening of your spirit. So thank you again and I'll see you next time. Been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson Starks. For more information, please visit my website, transleadership.com.